good? What's really? What's happening? <laughs> we are back for another episode of the Anything About Everything podcast. I'm really excited. I'm going to try some new shit out today. Um, hey, let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I've had childish major in my spirit for the last couple of days. I don't know. It is what it is. So... Yeah, hey yo, I'm backstage for your eyes. Only in my city, this a god. Yeah, shot goes out the jet. He's a motherfucking madman. Me, I'm a superman. I am in a Batman. One time for the Batman. Remember, I'm the little nigga running, run a jet. Every time I turn my back around, a nigga. It's the summertime music. Hey, hey, let's go. Grab your drink. If you're not driving, if you're driving, don't grab your drink. <laughs> Like I said, for another episode of the Anything About Everything podcast, I am your hostess with the mostest, Miss <laughs> Jet, aka uh, Juicebox, aka The Muse, aka The Pink Lady. Hey, it is what it is, y'all. So, uh, first of all, shout outs. Shout outs to the girls, the gays, and the days. It is Pride Month. Respect is due, okay? Um, shout out to the new besties in the various markets. I see you. Okay, uh, shout out to the besties in LA, in Columbus, Ohio, in Chicago, Illinois, in Atlanta, Georgia, Gainesville, Georgia, New York. Um, shout out to the the list, the besties abroad. I'm on set listeners, child. No, uh, <laughs> shout out to the besties abroad in Japan and in Germany. Listen, I love you and I see you and thank you for listening. Um, listen. It, I'm just ready to have some fun. So with that being said, be sure to follow us on um, IG at Anything About Everything Pod. I really need to set my engagement up on IG because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll post every couple of days, but it's like, oh, my God, the energy. Like, I need... Now I know why, I really understand why my former boss hired me as an assistant. Like, I totally get it because, whew. I, I feel like I need one. <laughs> so, but anyways, with that being said, listen, the drink of the pod today, regular old H2O. Listen, I know that's going to sound like a lie, but no, I've um, committed to taking in more water. That doesn't mean I'm not going to, you know, enjoy an adult beverage. Okay. Um, I'm not doing a fast or a cleanse or whatever the hell the girls are doing nowadays. That just means that uh, for right now, okay, uh, I'm making an effort to drink at least 64 ounces of water a day. So uh, 16 ounces in the morning, 16 ounces throughout the day, uh, before lunch, 16 ounces uh, by the end of the workday. Um, so that would be uh, what, 16, 32, 48. And then uh, when I get home, at least another 16 ounces of water. So 64 ounces in total, which really, if you think about it, it's not really that much. Like that's the water you should be drinking anyway. But um, I feel good. I feel great. I feel like my organs are 
uh, not made of dust anymore. So, <laughs> um, yeah, if you so choose, hey, join in this 64-ounce water challenge, okay, uh, for the next at least 30 days. So I'm going to do this until, what's today's date? What's today? Today's the 13th, so I'm going to do this until July 13th, which is when my mommy will be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> So, hey, listen, with that being said, let's move right along to the songs of the pod. Hey, so we're back with the songs of the pod, and I'm really excited because I got some new shit. I got some shit for outside, okay? This this next song isn't for outside, though. This is, <laughs> this is for inside, I feel like. Uh, this next song is her. It's off of her new album that's coming out. I think, I mean, of course, you know, her just can't, she just can't. She can't do any wrong. She can't do any wrong. Can't do any wrong. It's already skipping. in a pool party in Vegas. <laughs> I could just see me swaying in the pool like, yeah. <laughs> but yo, having a grand old time. I know that I'm not 20 anymore and how I know is I'm less tolerant to heat now because how I ever stood in the hot sun in a pool with with uh, a whole bunch of random humans that I didn't know in the dead of summer, I'm talking about 100 plus degree weather. I don't understand how I did it because now anything over 85 and I'm running to air conditioning. I'm, I'm seeking it out. Okay, point me in the general direction of the, the nearest AC because, bitch, I don't have time. Okay, I'm melting out here. It's just too much. <laughs> it's just too much. Um. So, listen, with that being said, we are going to move right along to... The next song of the pod. This next one, it's not new per se, but you know, it's summertime, so you gotta put you gotta put your thought shit on. This song really should have, you know, it really should have went off last year. 
summertime, but we were all stuck in the fucking house. So I'm just going ahead and play it. Um, this is young, uh, Money Bag Yo with Black Youngster. One, two, so three, let's go. Calling. One, two, three, let's go. And I ain't got time for no fake ass shit, nigga. I'm I straight thuggy. I'm back to the basics, man. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, money man. Don't call me with no brother, brother shit, nigga. I ain't your brother. Your man ain't had me pussy, nigga. I don't know your pet. Mammy, bring that Boy, word back. One, two, three, let's go. Don't fuck trouble, my one's ain't tenant. Got trap house jumping like a wizard or a dentist. Stop a shit, I decide when I finish. No, race that jeans, decide who can send it. Hope she a bad bitch, eat the pussy like a spinach. She a so dick on her way to the dentist. I ain't never leaving my bitch, she a dime. <laughs> <laughs> they were booed up during this time. The fans keep asking. the bougie bitch out for a ratchet? Championship ring like a small face patty. Lambo truck and car park at the mansion. I met her in June. She let me hit soon. She ate the dick like a prune. I hop in the room. The bass go boom. Call me little boozy. I zoom. Still on that hood shit. Ride with a full clip. Tank top fruit and loom. I'm with some buffoons. They walk up and face shit. Now you a hot air balloon. Go. Hey, that was money bag, yo, was one, two, three. Listen, um, yeah, no, uh, him and Summer Walker were booed up uh, last year during this time. This was during the pandemic. You know, a lot of people were booed up. Now everybody's breaking up. Like, it's it, it's crazy. Well, I guess, you know, because everybody outside, they you know, they're trying to see what's up. They haven't been around humans. <laughs> like, and when people get around people, humans are going to human, okay? So <laughs> it is what it is. It is uh, Breakup season is is officially in effect, okay? Especially with Mercury in retrograde, bitch. You, you, listen, if you have a relationship, uh, you know, just keep your fingers crossed and stay prayed up. That's the only thing I can say, <laughs> okay? Because, yeah, a, a lot of shit is going on out here in these streets. So that was uh, Moneybag Yo!, uh, we're going to move on to the last official song of the pod. Listen, I, if you haven't heard the latest Migos album, oh my God, I don't even know. Like it's, it's just, it's giving. Okay. It, like I've had it on repeat for basically since it came out, since, since Friday, especially this next song I'm about to play, Avalanche. Now, I know a lot of people, they feel a way about the Migos, but this song, it hits different, son. And you got to let it go to the beat drop. Like, you just have to. It's, oh, my God. Papa was a Rolling Stone, but now I got Rolling Stones in the bells. Mama at home all alone, hustling, trying to keep this shit together. Young niggas smoking on gas, I'm living too fast, my foot on the pedal. If I go back to the past, my niggas ain't know we'll be rocking Coachella. If a nigga ever try me or play me, I buy my ice down shovel. Dig your own grave, nigga, you pledge yourself. I put some cash on your schedule. You pledge yourself. If a bitch ever try to filet me, huh, I just sit back and love her. She died. Think she come up off the chores, whatever. My pockets came with extra cheddar. I can see through the fuck shit. I think that my skills get better. With a stick, I'm at peace, Mandela. I'm willing to feed whoever. How can I help you? Nobody tells you but God. You can watch us be the this is no cat, no facade. Young, rich, and black, and we gon' beat the charge. We gon' I'm spending cash, no card. I'm liking her natural ass, no fraud. If she got a fake ass, of course, girl, ain't nothing wrong with enhancing this joy. Run up back, run up back, we enjoy. Honey, rack, I'm a tap with my boy. I would've been mad if I ain't had no drum. 
Ain't nobody check out, we be knowin' Clock in and out, in and out, we be goin' On a 757 bond And my AP say size is the phone Better get you some bread where you from I spent my meals on the crib Cover myself up and then it's my shit I spent the dime, go where you would drip If you do the time, come home for a meal Double my seal, sell another deal Cheese, six pills, money give me chills I make the bitch hit a nigga, she nil I make the stick hit when I'm in the field You get what I mean? Back in the day, my dogs was putting their balls in the pockets of all of the fiends. And what? What? 
That was back in the day. Back in the day. Now we involved in legitimate business, baby. We came a long way. Yes. Sometimes I hop on a road by myself and I listen to shit that you say. All of y'all have a more followers and dollars, and that's why I cannot relate. I feel I'm gonna I'm just go ahead and, and slow this down. See, I feel like that bar was just the pettiness in that bar because a lot of people, not a lot of people. I have way more followers than than view than than dollars. Okay, like, and he said, "Listen, I know y'all. You might have two point two million followers, but you don't even have two point two uh, hundred thousand dollars. And this is why we can't relate, boo. <laughs> like, uh, I have friends that are uh, famous and broke. And let me tell you something. I, I I understand that it's not it's not the coolest. Okay, it is not great for everybody to know who the fuck you are and for you to still be like, oh, my God, this resume, though, let me get this together. No. Okay, so I remember uh, everybody used to always ask that question. Would you rather be rich or famous? My, my answer was always rich. <laughs> so I don't necessarily want to be famous, to be quite honest with you. This is why I don't have a problem just saying whatever fuck I say and then getting the fuck off of the Internet. Fame, I feel like it's fleeting, but you know, dollars, eh, well, currency, not just dollars, but currency. I can at least make my life comfortable. You could be famous and uncomfortable, and I feel like I would just not want to experience that. But uh, with that being said, we're going to move right along to the next song, well, the possible. This, listen, Meg is just... I want to say this is this might be the song of the summer that uh, y'all gonna y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but I don't care. <laughs> okay, I don't I don't care. Listen, this song is a whole ass bop, and I'm just we you just gonna have to suffer through it, bitch, cause it is what it is. Megan Thee Stallion with that shit. Let's go. Let's go. Ass finna be shaking. Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thigh. Post me a pic, finna make me a profit. When you look at hit, then the bitch get toxic. Why the fuck you in the club and it is wild? I've been lit since brunch. Dang shit. Order 42 for the table, let's pass it. Missionary or doggy style on my top shit. Pussy ass niggas hating on me from the closet. Always trying to call me a snake shit. I guess I can relate. Cause a bitch spit a whole lot of venom. And since these hoes all guts when they come around me, all I see is a whole lot of venom. Come on, I'm in the house, butt naked, and I stop at air mirror just stare my own posterior. I don't give a fuck who talk behind my back. Bitch knew better than to let, let me hear. I identify. Talk all you want behind my back, bitch. Don't give up. When a nigga got a mouth full of BBs No, I'm not a patient, but I let him treat me I gotta be a doctor, how I'm ordering CC Go to your place, no place, no case I'm trying to go all, I'm already knowing I remember hoes used to clap for me happily Now I'm bossed up and them same hoes mad at me Acting like they ride whole time trying to pass me Watching me go through it, still trying to drag me Acting like you winning if you think about it actually Art gets the point, you're really just attacking me I don't give a fuck about a bro trying to bash me I'm the shit per the recording academy uh, She said what she said to this uh meg still got them knees okay <laughs> her knees are still a1 okay listen she's still out here uh, reminding all of us that her knees are in pristine shape okay 20 year old knees listen for my 30 plus um 
queens out there, please do not. If your if your knees are not in that uh, that that form, please don't don't hurt yourself. Okay. Now uh, we understand that we had our time. Okay. All right. We had our time with our good knees. Our knees got some mouths on them now. Uh, don't drop it. Don't drop. We can't drop it the same way. Okay. Now I've said that I, I have pretty good. I have pretty decent knees. I don't, I don't deserve the knees I have because I've been pretty rough on my knees, but I understand that Meg's knees are just, they're just next level. Okay. But she also is 10 plus years, my junior. <laughs> so, um, with that being said, listen, let the 20, let the young 20 somethings have their time. We had our time. All right. Just, you know, give a little, you know, raise your little arm up, give a little doopy doop and then, you know, go on about your day. Don't hurt yourself. Um, out here trying to play with the, with the stallions. Okay. Let them stallion in peace. <laughs> okay. Like we had a time, we had a, uh, we had our time being stallions out here and, and thotting and trotting. Okay. So now let the young ones thot and trot in peace. We going to thot and trot down to the, down to the brunch and down to the lounge and then take a nap. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. I can still have fun. I just need a nap first. Okay, that's, I either need a nap before or after the function. One of the two. That's all I'm saying. I just need a nap. All right, just give me a nap. Just give me two hours to get a nap in. And I promise you, you're going to have a ball. Because when I bring the energy, I'm bringing it. But I got to have that nap first. Okay, so with that being said, listen, we're going to move on to uh, the next segment, which I'm deeming Tales from TikTok. Because I haven't been on Shade Room. I've been on TikTok all week. And... There's some fuckery going on right now. We're going to address it. We're going to address the fuckery that I've seen on TikTok because this, not everybody should speak in public, but, and, and you're, you're going to see why <laughs> here in a second. We'll be right back with Tales from TikTok. Hey, 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 we're back with the um, Tales from TikTok. Now, this video disturbed the fuck out of me so much so that I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it here for, for you all to, to listen to. And then I'm just going to react to it because this is, this is fucking nuts. And four grown ass men got on Beyonce's internet and, and said this fuck shit. So basically the TikTok video starts off with a young gentleman saying, what is something that men do that lets you know that they're insecure about their masculinity? And this, and basically he stitched this, um, I guess it's a podcast or what have you. And, um, the answer, it wasn't necessarily an answer. This was them having a regular ass conversation. And this is what was said. Let's, you know, they are insecure about their masculinity. Any woman that's climaxing, climaxing is becoming a man. Cause it's I not just, normal for women to do that. I right? just can't. I think it's a, I think it's a lie. This is fucking nuts. Do that. Oh, you don't think they do? No. You think they're pretending? Yeah. Wow. Really? That could be possible. <laughs> You think when women act like they're doing that, they're lying? Uh, I never thought about it, but you, you never know. Yeah, because they would be making a man think he's really doing an amazing job. Yeah. So you try. I think, they, I think it feels good, but... <laughs> he tried to uh, save it. Yeah, the, the climaxing part, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, women, don't let... I don't know if y'all doing that or not, but oh, don't even try. Because if it were natural, you'd naturally do it. This but the fact you're trying to make something happen, is. you're becoming a man. The man is turning you into a man. A fake man, That's but a man. Right. Not a real man. A drag queen man. And, uh, what is... And, and this is why... <laughs> 
And this is why we have to, there are just so many things to unpack here. So four grown ass men, two black and two white, got up on Beyonce's internet and basically admitted to basically just never doing any research on the female anatomy or anything. Because if they had, then they would understand that the clitoris is the only known organ in the body that is specifically designed for pleasure. There's there's that point right there. Secondly, I don't know what the fuck they think they're tr- you're trying to make something happen. What is an orgasm, you, you idiots? Okay? Men have orgasms. Women have orgasms. Women have orgasms. I, I've heard of women, women having orgasms from working out. I've experienced that myself. I've heard of uh, women having orgasms uh, just from thinking about it, just from nipple play or from, I mean, just a massage or um, <laughs> this random, you don't even have to be penetrated to have an orgasm. So what the fuck are you talking about, you idiots? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I mean, seriously. And here's the thing is there were so many men that were, that were, um, co-signing this raggedy shit that it's actually quite scary. Okay. Um, I, I even saw someone react to it on Twitter and they were basically saying, Hey, listen, it, it, it's only a requirement for the man to have an orgasm. I mean, obviously because, uh, what they said was, (laughs) excuse me, what they said was that it's a requirement for men to have an orgasm to procreate and not for women. A, that's not true. There are a lot of women who have gotten pregnant from pre-cum. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Secondly, um, it's sex is always better when both parties enjoy, enjoy what's happening. So the fact that you can even get up, get up here and say, listen, for, for a woman to experience an orgasm or climax is not natural. What the fuck do you think an orgasm is? Like, what do you, what are you talking about? This is, this is nuts. And the fact that, like I said, four, four men got up here and really thought that this was, this was, this was the move. This was the thing to fucking say and stood on it. Okay. I've seen the, the, the older black gentleman who, who started off, uh, mispronouncing the word climaxing, which clearly means he's never made a woman climax. Um, (laughs) I've seen him say some outlandish misogynistic you know, shit that basically upholds the patriarchy in the foulest of ways. So honestly, this did not surprise me coming from him. However, the other three gentlemen were actually quite young. They were probably in their early thirties, early to mid thirties. And that's scary because they were co-signing that shit too. And then on Twitter, there were people who were reacting to this video. And one man said like, let's be, let's be honest. Women don't like sex. Like you just tolerate it. No, bitch, they tolerate it with you, (laughs) okay? Because the women that I know and that I love, love sex and love sex with the right man, okay? Now, if a woman has to tolerate sex with you, you might want to ask yourself why, boo. Just saying. (laughs) The fucking nerve. I honestly don't know what's worse. Um, Them saying that a woman climaxing is not natural or saying that a woman climaxing um, is her attempting to become a man. I don't understand like how that even, I, I, I don't even know how you got one, one and one from the other. Like I, I, I would really love to sit down with these gentlemen and have a conversation because 
there to me is first of all i i've said this before i would never train my orgasms for anything like if somebody would be like oh my god you could become a dude and have orgasms the way they do or you know you could stay the way you are i'm staying <laughs> okay i'm staying because even the orgasms either that I give myself or that my husband gives me or any of my partners in the past, listen, I wouldn't trade them from the world, for the world, excuse me. So with that being listen, I, I don't understand this. Men, please do better. And if you hear anybody talking about this dumb shit, please, re, like, say something. Step up and say something. Because the three other idiots sitting there talking about, oh, well, I could, maybe it feels good. What the fuck are you, what do you think? What are you talking about? The other three idiots are like, yeah, no, it's not natural for them to have orgasms. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, oh my God. Anyways, a couple of other humans got up on Beyonce's internet and chose violence, okay? Violence against personal hygiene. Observe. You shower. Mm -hmm. What's the first thing you wash? Okay, I, I definitely go hair first. Hair first? Hair first. Do you wash your hair every time? Well, I only take like one shower every six days, mm -mm. so. So you start with hair? Start with hair. And then? Uh, then I'll normally do conditioner, and then face wash. <laughs> then I get out. <laughs> I am just offended. I don't ever want to touch people ever again. <laughs> ever. Hold on, baby doll said it's not my past, it's my present. Ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> no, what? This is why we learned a whole lot about people during this pandemic. Okay, so not only do people apparently not see value in washing their hands. They also see no value in washing their bodies either. I don't understand why this is a thing. Like why we have to keep explaining to people why like washing is, you know, like it's a thing. It's, it's, it's a, it should be a requirement for you. Okay. Um, I'm, <laughs> let me take some. When I take a shower, I need the dirt to know it is not welcome. Okay. I put the water on the highest setting possible because yes, I am a woman. <laughs> Most women I know want we put get in the shower and put the put the water on temperature on hell and and you know get get to what to get to okay. Um, I also not only do I need some people like to use uh, um, you know a wash rag, which no shade if you do. Personally though, I have gone a step above this. Okay, the, the showering I do, I feel like it's next level. I use the exfoliating gloves, okay? Because I need to skin, I need to scrub off that first layer of skin, <laughs> okay? That first layer needs to be gone, okay? Now, if you've ever it, ask anybody in your life who, who has taken a shower with exfoliating gloves, I promise you they never went back to fucking regular, uh, a regular wash rag, okay? Um... When you take a shower with exfoliating gloves and you, you, scr you scrub that, that, that dead skin off and everything like that, your body feels so magnificent. I don't even feel clean when I go. And like if I go somewhere, if I'm traveling and, I, and God forbid I forgot my, my exfoliating gloves and I have to use a regular washcloth, I don't even feel clean. 
So I don't even understand how she doesn't, how she feels clean with not taking a rag to any part of her body at all to include her vagina. Sis, I know they say it's a, it's a, it's a, a self-cleaning oven, but you should at least, at least wipe, not just the front, but also the back as well. Because listen, sis, fecal matter back there, ma'am. Okay. Oh my God. The layer of the mat, just offended, just really offended. And this person is out here touching door handles. That's that, that's the problem. Okay. And she got up on Beyonce's internet and said this, said this foolish man. I can understand now why people are like, listen, I don't go down on everybody. This is why. <laughs> okay. Like, cause everybody ain't, 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 everybody ain't washing their body parts. Cause ma'am didn't mention her vagina not a one time. So oh, I just wanted to get up here and say, listen, sometimes, listen, sometimes you're just wrong. <laughs> like sometimes just like with the four gentlemen, in the, in the clip that I played earlier and this second clip, sometimes you are just wrong. Please do better. A, women are not becoming men when they climax. They're literally um, experiencing something that is that happens naturally within the fucking body. And B, your body needs to be washed. <laughs> okay, so uh, with that being said, we'll be right back with the value-added conversation. My God. If you're enjoying any part of the show, be sure to like, share, subscribe, and download this podcast wherever you enjoy your podcast content. And now let's get back to the show. So uh, welcome back to uh, the Anything About Everything podcast. Listen, um, this is not going to be long. I don't, I don't want it to be long anyway, but we're going to talk about something that um, I've seen floating around the internet. Okay. Well, it's a topic that's been floating around the internet and the topic is critical race theory. Okay. Critical race theory is defined as an academic movement of civil rights scholars and activists in the United States who seek to critically examine the law as it intersects with issues of race and to challenge mainstream liberal approaches to uh, racial justice. That that's one definition. Um, I, have seen it be defined as the decolonization of history, meaning um, that we were going to take a look at history, not necessarily just from the lens of the winners um, in history, because they say that history is written by the winners, but we're also going to take a more nuanced approach to looking at history and see somehow some or some of the wrongdoings that took place throughout history, especially specifically American history. Okay. Um, there are a lot of people that are fighting against this. They want to keep the history books, especially in, uh, pre-K through 12, uh, education. They, they want to keep this out of, uh, out of schools. Uh, I've even seen it be, um, dismissed out of college, college classes. And I think it is a travesty. I think that, um, people who are trying to educate, uh, the masses on, on a more nuanced level and see where harm was done in the past, they're not doing it to try to make 
people of color feel like victims or even make white people feel like the feel like they were the villains. I, I feel like, hey, listen, we have to take a look at history through a through the lens of totality and not just look at it as some uh, you know, through the rose colored glass of time. Okay. Um, it's easy for some people to look back and say, oh my God, you know, the founding fathers, they were patriots and they, they had a, they had a vision and they wanted to see the country go this way and da, 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 da. Um, but they don't want to discuss the fact that they own slaves. They don't want to discuss the fact that they raped women and bore children and didn't take care of those children in the same way that they took care of other children because the children that they, uh, had with, with slaves had a different skin color. Okay, Um, they don't want to talk about um, what was done to the Native Americans and what is still continuing, what is still being done to the Native Americans. They don't want to talk about um, how the Japanese were putting in concentration camps and how, you know, um, during uh, World War II, a lot of Japanese Americans and Asian Americans suffered discrimination on a, on a horrific scale. They don't want to talk about that. But the point, but the problem is we need to talk about it because you can't heal what you don't reveal. Let's, let's be clear. If you don't talk about it, then we're just, it's like, we're all sitting at this big Thanksgiving day table, pun intended, um, looking at each other. And we all feel this sense of animosity towards each other. And we don't even know why, but there's an elephant in the room looking at all of us in the face saying, you know, you know what you did was fucked up, right? <laughs> okay. And meanwhile, the system and a lot of the people that remain in power are gaslighting the fuck out of people who are um, marginalized and saying, hey, listen, just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. It's fine. You're fine. Meanwhile, the systems that are in place have done everything in, in, in their power to take away their fucking boots. It's crazy. Just like with a lot of these anti-abortion laws. Um, Republicans, y'all are really interesting. Y'all are really interesting because I'm just going to say this on, on, uh, on abortion. You, you may feel like, you know, you can control a woman's body. Okay. But then when this, when this child gets here and no one can feed the child and no one can care for the child and the, the mother needs to go on welfare and then you're like oh my god pull yourself up by the bootstraps what the fuck is wrong with you what like y'all constantly cut the programs that uh, a lot of these uneducated uh low-income families need to survive but then you also say hey listen but you got to have that kid man fuck y'all like and i mean that sincerely respectfully not really <laughs> disrespectfully. Okay. Um, because at the end of the day, you guys are, you're, you're fucking pro birth. You're not pro life because if you were pro life, then you, you would be out here in the streets protesting and making sure that every kid can, you know, can eat, can go to school, can have internet access, can, you know, can, you know, that the, their parents could earn a livable wage. I mean, like, but you're not. You just, you're, you're just not. And it's obvious. You're fucking slipping showing. But anyways, back to critical race theory. So I think, um, <laughs> I think that 
a lot of people think that critical race theory t being taught in schools will just give um, children of color this view that you know white people are evil. That's not true. That's not true. Okay, because there were some good. There were there were a lot of good people that happened to be white in, in uh, over the course of history that fought against slavery, that fought against apartheid, or uh, not apartheid, but um, uh, Jim Crow and uh, fought against tyranny against people of color. And their stories aren't getting told either. See, this is, this is what you don't, this is what they're not telling you, okay? Um, there have always been people who fought against you know, evil. There have always been people who wanted to see, who, who understood that people owning people was not okay. There were always been people that understood that people who were discriminated against strictly because of the, 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 the amount of melanin in their skin, not okay. And they fought against that. If you look at some of the pictures of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King marching across, uh, you know, marching across the bridge from Selma to Montgomery. There were white people in that fucking, in that, um, in that crowd too. Their stories aren't getting told either. So it's not just about making whites the, the, the devil and making blacks and, and Hispanics and Asians, you know, the victims. Uh, it's not about that. It's about teaching people like, Hey, these were system. These systems were set up. Um, to oppress people, they were wrong. You know, they served a purpose back in the day, a harmful one for those who were not, um, for those who were not white. And now we're trying to correct some of those wrongs that were done. That's, that's how it needs, that's how it should be viewed. And really that's how it should be. If we're going to learn and grow and become a better, stronger nation, we have to tell the truth about our fucking past. This is why Germany, you know, it has evolved um, and, and gotten to the heights that it's gotten to. Not because they ignored the fact that Hitler was a thing. No, they teach about it. So that way it doesn't fucking happen again. It's taught in schools. Okay. Yeah. They have museums that show, hey, listen, this was the fuck nigga that, that led us all astray and we ain't trying to do that ever again. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, we're not saying that we should erase history. We're not saying that we should totally pervert history, which is, which is honestly, if we're going to be real, the whitewashed fucking um, revisionist version that we're taught in schools is a problem because it leaves out so many nuanced events that, take, that have taken place. It leaves out so many people that, you know, fought for what the constitution says it's about liberty and justice for all. Now we understand that when the constitution was written, they weren't talking about us, meaning us, meaning people of color, especially women of color. They definitely want to talk about us. We understand that. However, over time amendments came. The reason why we have amendments is because they were necessary because people were not being treated fairly and treated, you know, accordingly especially according to the constitution. So if we're going to become a better nation, we need to start by telling the truth about each other. And the truth is not some fucking whitewashed history talking about, Oh, the slaves were taken care of and they were, they were basically just farmers and they, they you know, 
nothing bad happened. <laughs> like, like, yeah, there were some bad apples. They always, they always try to say bad apples. No, yeah, there were some bad apples, but you know, all in all, it was okay. No, it was not fucking okay. People got murdered. People got raped. People got pillaged. People literally got tarred and feathered and beaten and whipped and, and, you know, and sold and, and, you know, families torn apart. And people always wonder why everything is so fucking, people are so sensitive now. And it's because we don't know our history. That's one of the reasons. We don't know our history. This is why you have people going down to fucking plantations and getting married. Because they don't understand how fucking deeply hurtful that is to someone else. Why? Because they were never taught about the, the, the fucking torment and the, the tragedies that took place aboard plantations. It's really disgusting. So, and if you're saying, well, I just don't want my child to learn about critical race theory. Newsflash, they're going to learn about it anyway. Do you know how they're going to learn? This is how they're going to learn. They're going to learn on TikTok. They're going to learn on YouTube. They're going to learn on Instagram. They're going to learn from their friends. I promise you, these truths will get out. And guess what? There's nothing you can do to stop it. So you might as well accept it, bitch, because guess what? The collective consciousness is rising. Best believe. Okay? So with that being said, we're just going to go ahead and move on, okay, to the You've Got Mail segment. Remember to submit your questions to anythingabouteverythingpod at gmail.com. That's anythingabouteverythingpod, all one word, at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the show. Hey, all right, we're back with the You've Got Mail segment. So this is going to be really uh, an interesting question, I guess you can say. It says, hey, anything. I've been really digging your pod the last few weeks. Well, gee, thanks. Um, <laughs> keep up the good work. So I have a question. This isn't easy for me to ask. I'm a cis heterosexual man, a black man. And though I have been told that I have alpha male and dominant energy, I have yet to actually find a submissive. I've had a few experiences with a few women who've said they were submissive, but turns out they weren't. Or for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. So my question is, as a former submissive, what were you looking for in a dominant? Was it a vibe? Was it a conversation? Just curious. Thanks. I'm going to name you Dumbledore. <laughs> no, you don't deserve. Um, uh, who can I? Ooh, Dobby. Yes. Okay. How about Dobby? Hi, Dobby. So <laughs> as a former submissive, um, for me, the most important thing, there were two things that were um, very important for me, safety and trust. If I didn't feel safe and protected by you, then why the fuck would I submit to you? Like, period. It's not about you being alpha or dominant in anything. Um, if I couldn't trust you, then why would I submit to you? I think I think the question is, and it's not, and even you saying that they weren't dominant or they weren't the, the women in your past that, that identified as submissive, you saying that they weren't submissive. Maybe they just weren't submissive to you because you didn't make them feel secure. And I'm not putting that on... I'm not trying to say that 
um, you know, you did something wrong or whatever. Maybe the vibe just wasn't there, but I'm telling you for most of the submissives that I know that I listen to, that I talk to safety and trust is paramount. It don't matter how much dominant energy you have, how much alpha male energy you have. In fact, I would even go as far as to say most of those dudes that just, that think that they exude this like alpha dominant energy repulsed me (laughs) as a submissive. I'm not going to lie to you. Because I felt like I couldn't be like, not just myself, but I can't, I can't, I can't be vulnerable with you. I can't show my, my full self to you. I can't, um, let you see the side of me that nobody sees. I can't, uh, you know, I can't be that person with you at all. Um, it, it, I heard a quote or I read a quote recently um, regarding uh, dominant men. And it was basically saying, hey, listen, you're not it's not about making a, a woman your dirty slut. It's making her feel like she can trust you with that side of her. I'm fucking that quote all up. But I'm gonna find it eventually and read it on the and read it on the podcast. But basically, what the quote was saying was, if a woman does not trust you enough to be um, vulnerable with you, then she's not gonna submit to you. It is what it is. Especially if she's an alpha submissive like me. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. And it's, and truth be told. Most of the time, the submissive is the one that finds the dominant because we understand that we are giving that control to you. And for us to give that 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 um, um, level of vulnerability, it takes it's a lot. It's a lot, and it can be damaging if not handled with care. Because. Let's say you have a scene with someone and then you don't give them the proper aftercare and they're left to, you know, deal with that drop all by themselves. That can be fucked up or worse or worse. You abandon them. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. For me, when I was a submissive, that was like the worst for me is making me feel abandoned because then that drew up like other um, uh, instances or not instances, but it drew up some trauma, like some childhood trauma. I'm feeling feelings of abandonment. It took me back there. And there are some people who feel the same way. So it's not really about you finding them. It's about them trusting you and saying, Hey, listen, you know what? You do exude this, you know, this, dominant sexual energy and I want to explore that with you and I trust you enough to do that if they don't trust you and if they don't see you as someone that they can be vulnerable with and that they can you know show their true selves enough to submit to you then it ain't gonna happen it ain't gonna happen but really what you gotta work on is building your own confidence um and not trying to make anyone submit to you. I'm not saying that that's what you're doing, but let's examine, you know, am I, what I want you to do is really think, are you creating an environment where these uh, submissives who are around you, where they feel safe, 
where they feel secure, where they feel like nothing is going to happen to them, where they feel like their best interest is at the front of your mind. Because if it's not, that's a problem. Like a lot of people feel like dominance there. And don't get me wrong. There are some toxic dominance out there. There absolutely. Okay. And, but a lot of, a good dominant will always, I feel like have the best interest of the submissive in the front of his mind, his or her mind, meaning they will know through conversation, through interaction, through time that, you know, there are places that their submissive can go. And then there are places that their submissive can't or shouldn't go for safety reasons. So if you're not fostering that type of um, energy, if you're not making your those submissives feel like they can um, hand you the keys, then, you know, you got to kind of look at what it is that you're doing to make them feel like they're not safe. Um, and of course, I don't want, I don't want you to think that I'm like shitting on you cause I'm not, but, um, for, it's for me and for a lot of submissives that I know safety is paramount because if, why would I let you, you know, tie me up or why would I, you know, let you put rules on and, and parameters over what I should do? Why would I bend my knee before you if I can't trust you? is at the end of the day it's all about trust because if we don't have just like in a vanilla relationship if we don't got trust we really don't have anything we can't even we can't even boo <laughs> so um listen thank you for the question uh dobby <laughs> um please don't take offense to me calling you dobby he's one of my favorite characters in harry potter so um thank you so much for writing in please do write back and let us know how everything uh, is going. Um, so with that being said, guys, we'll be right back with the Wine About It segment. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so welcome to the Wine About It segment. I don't have anything to whine about this week. I know I've been complaining about coworkers and all sorts of things. And yes, my, my coworker that said some fuck shit last week said some more fuck shit this week. But um I'm just not going to let it get under my skin anymore. I, I'm just going to understand that that's who she is. And there's nothing I can do about it. She's way older than I am. It's not like I'm going to change her mind. So uh, I'm not going to whine. This whine about it segment is really about gratitude. And my gratitude is really for my husband. Hi, honey. <laughs> so... My husband ha is a great man who supports everything that I do. And I'm just so lucky and so blessed to have him in my life. Um, he does listen to the podcast. He does understand that I am a, a strange creature. <laughs> um he he loves me even when I'm at my most flawed and you know when I'm not my nicest self 
And, you know, there are times when I'm lazy. There are times when I'm, I'm tired and I'm not, you know, not my best self. And he loves me anyway. Um, he understands that, you know, I'm a person, I'm a, I'm a complete person that has dreams and goals and, and desires that were, uh, that have developed over time. And he supports that just like I support him. And so really this, this wine about it segment is really gratitude for him because, um, he's always offering me suggestions on how to make the pod better. Um, he's always doing things that, um, you know, <laughs> even, even when they annoy me, they're always with my, my best interests at heart. I feel like, um, he makes sure that I'm not like <laughs> totally boring. <laughs> so just someone who sits up and eats like eats vegetables all day or tofu scramble or whatever um he's a better version he's the better half of me of of this relationship and I just love him so much and I just have to sing his praises because not every dude is equipped to to sit up and listen to their wife talk about you know <laughs> like, you know, their past or, you know, their desires, sexual or otherwise, or their, um, you know, their current work situation. And he does so with grace. And so I just really have to give him his flowers because I know some men would be like, shut that shit down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, and not just men, but some people would be like that. Some people would be very uncomfortable with their wife, um, you know, spilling their guts all over, um, all over an hour long podcast. So I just want to say thanks, love. I love you. And I just, I just can't, you know, I still can't believe that we're married. It's crazy. Like we are, we are legit married. <laughs> so anywho, um, that's my that's my whine about it segment, guys. It's all mush. <laughs> all mush. So uh, love you, honey. All right, we'll be right back. Let's wrap up the show. All right, we're right back with the <laughs> with the end. We made it to the end. Oh my goodness. Reminisce over you, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. I reminisce for a spell, the shall I say, hey, thanks for staying with us. Thanks for partying with us. Hey, be safe this week if you're out, if you're traveling, if you're going out. I know niggas is outside now. Please be safe out there. A lot of stupid idiots, you know, fucking up the function. Listen, positive over negative for the woman a master. All the queens rise in 
Hey, we'll be back next Sunday with another episode. Episode 23. Oh my God. Hey, shout out to y'all besties. I love you. Thank you so much for coming and rocking with your girl. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for pumping me up. I love you. Some of my former Marines is listening to this shit. This is crazy. <laughs> Listen. Oh, wowzers. Hey, we'll be, we'll be back next week, all right? Drink your water. Remember the questions. If it's not adding value, then why are we doing it? And if we're not adding value to someone else's life, then why are we there? Diva agrees. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week, y'all. Be safe out there. I can hear his head banging on the wall.